Where are you? It's pretty cold where I come from. Oh, here. Dude, that's your sister! What? Wait, is she? And are you? Oh, Dad's gonna kill me. Welcome to the Frizzlebat Podcast, and here's your host, Robert. Well, thank you, Niles, and welcome everyone to this podcast. Um, I'm here with my Chihuahua Rat Terrier Bobo. He's laying here in bed with me because I'm sick. <laughs> I have a cold, so that's why I sound a little nasally today, a little deeper than normal. Um, but tonight we're going to talk about um, the latest Young Justice episode that just aired this past Friday night, which was called Terrors. Um, so we begin the episode. It starts off with Cat Grant uh, reporting live in New Orleans. And um, she's reporting on a story, and we see in the background um, Superman and Martian Manhunter are fighting these. Um, these two people called the Terror Twins. It's a boy and a girl. I had never heard of them before, but um, they can fly and it looks like they have super strength. Um, but they managed to apprehend them pretty easily with the help of uh, Aqualad and Red Tornado who placed collars on their neck that supposedly su um, suppress their powers. Whoever is wearing the collar suppresses their power. And just then, after they do that, Miss um, Martian and Superboy appear. And Super Superboy looks just like um, the guy Terror Twin, whose name's Tommy. Um, he's got the blonde hair, and he's dressed just like him. And then uh, Miss Martian walks up to the girl and touches her, and um, she morphs to look just like her. So it's kind of like, okay, where are they going? Why are they doing this? And then Batman appears and puts... Um, the same kind of collars on their necks. So um, that's the opening theme. We have two sets of terror twins <laughs> with collars on their neck. And then we have the opening theme um, like we normally do with the music. Then when we come back to the episode um, we see a, a prisoner transport headed to uh, Belle Reve which is a prison for super criminals. Um, we have a transport and then there's like helicopters and planes flying over them escorting them and inside the transport we see uh miss martian and superboy of course disguised as the terror twins and they're also in there with mr freeze and icicle jr um we're then taken on a flashback through uh miss martian where they're in um uh, mount justice the headquarters where batman is briefing them on a mission and he tells them that um, Killer Frost and Captain Cold were taken to Belle Reve. Um, but Icicle Jr. Um, sued to be tried in, as an adult so he could be moved to Belle Reve also. 
And then we have Mr. Freeze um, petition the court to be declared sane so that he could be moved there also. So Batman believes this was the plan all along from when they um, captured him a few months ago, back in the first episode of Young Justice. Um, and Batman tells Miss Martian and Superboy he's sending those two in undercover to Belle Reve to find out um, why they all wanted in because he thinks something's going down and they need to figure out why. And it's kind of weird in this episode that they kept calling it Bell Rev, but in Smallville, I don't know if you um, are a fan of Smallville or not, but they always referred to it as Bell Reef. <laughs> so every time they said it in this episode, it just sounded funny because I was used to hearing it as Bell Reef. So I don't know what the proper pronunciation is. So once they arrive um, at the prison, they're brought inside and they're greeted by none other than Amanda Waller. Um, she is. Uh, apparently the the warden of Belle Reve and um, of course if you watched um, Justice League Unlimited um, Amanda Waller had a big part in that she was always you know with the government and um, always going after them um, but here she's a warden um, and she tells them that the collars that they're wearing are specifically designed for the wearer um, and it, it is to um, suppress their powers so none of them have superpowers but it can also be used for discipline and she demonstrates by shocking all of them um, and she tells them one warning and then they get a shock and then the next one um, um, causes them to be un unconscious it's so much of a shock um, she then introduces the prison psychiatrist which is Hugo Strange um, now when I heard this name I thought that name sounds so familiar who is Hugo Strange so I had to look him up um, I googled him and uh, it's kind of interesting because Hugo Strange was like one of the first Batman villains that was like a reoccurring villain um, and he was created in 1940 so he's a really old uh, character for the DC Universe um, but he was even one of Batman's villains before the Joker and Catwoman um, so here we have him as the prison psychiatrist um, so all the prisoners after that they're taken to their cells and Miss Martian is able to communicate telepathically um, to Superboy. So they have this um, telepathic link um, the whole time. So we see Superboy and Icicle Jr. share a cell and then Miss Martian and um, Killer Frost share a cell. And there's a, a men's wing and a women's wing so they're kind of separated. Um, so then we have the next day all the prisoners are it looks like what's a uh, like a courtyard where they can lift weights or do whatever um, stand around and talk um, and there's several uh, baddies that are seen um, walking around that the Young Justice team has captured in in the recent episodes since it started um, and we even get to see a young Riddler um, annoying the a prison boss which is Icicle, Jun Icicle Senior sorry um, so that was kind of weird to, to see a, a young version of Riddler um, walking around um, and of course nobody's in costumes they're all in prison you know outfits and no masks or anything so you didn't really know it was him until Icicle Senior called him Enigma um, and of course that's uh, Riddler's name is Edward Enig Edward <laughs> Edward Enigma so it's Enigma um, so um, Superboy uses a super hearing to hear um, Icicle Senior telling um, the other ice baddies 
such as Captain Cold and Mr. Freeze and Icicle Jr., that they're going to bust all the prisoners out, and it's going to happen soon. So this is their plan. Now they just have to, Superboy and Miss Martian have to figure out how they're going to do this. Um, so uh, Miss Martian contacts Aqualad, who is on the outside of the prison in her um, in her Martian spacecraft that's cloaked, and he's Aqualad's in there with um, Red Tornado, so they're kind of standing by. Um, but um, they're all, inside, back in the prison, they're all eating what looks like lunch, and then Mr. Freeze starts a fight with Icicle Senior, um, and they shock him, so he knocks him unconscious, and then they take him to the warden. So he did this just so he could be taken to Amanda Waller. Um, so then when he's brought to her, he attacks the, um, the guard that's with him, and also he attacks Amanda Waller and Hugo Strange and breaks off his collar so he can use his powers. Um, he then gets control of all the collars, the controls for it, and turns them all off. So all the prisoners are able to break free of their cells. Um, and at this point we see in the women's wing, Killer Frost is about to kill one of the, um, the women guards when Miss Martian steps in and stops her, um, thusly blowing her cover. And just then she calls out to Superboy tele telepathically um, that she thinks her co cover has been blown, but just then when Superboy tries to answer back, uh, or call her back, she doesn't answer. And he gets worried. So then he's ha he has to find her. Um, so with all the prisoners broke out, they put all the guards, the prison guards, and Waller and Hugo Strange, they put all them in cells um, while they try to break out because it's on... Amanda Waller was able to put the prison on lockdown before she was uh, captured. So the plan is for Captain Cold, Mr. Freeze, and Icicle Sr. to use their powers um, by blasting the wall with ice. There's like four layers of walls. And they blast one layer with ice, and then they get some of the, um, super, uh, the criminals with super strength to bust through it. Um, so it's kind of a slow process. Um, but Superboy and um, Icicle Jr. are sent by Icicle Sr. to go and try to bust into the the women's um, the women's ward wing. Sorry, women's wing, not ward. Um, so they go to um, they go to where the wall is that connects the two, and they start trying to bust through it. Um, but Superboy manages to outsmart Icicle Jr into helping him um, to turn all the collars back on. And when that happens, it incapa incapacitates most of the prisoners because it electrocutes them. Um, so then Mr. Freeze finds Superboy and Icicle Jr. Um, when they're trying to, to bust into the women's wing. And Mr. Freeze and Icicle Jr. get into a duel, um, into an ice duel where they're trying to shoot each other with their ice powers. <laughs> and, um, and then Superboy manages to break into the women's wing and just as he does that, he sees this big block of ice with Miss Martian um, frozen in the center of it. Um, he then gets very angry and is attacked by Killer Frost and some other uh, uh, big girl. I don't know who she is, but she looks like she's on steroids. Um, but he's able to use the big girl as a shield as Killer Frost tries to um, hit him with her ice. And then he's able to uh, smash them both. So he's able to stop them. Um, 
Then Superboy starts to punch the ice that Miss Martian is in, but then Icicle Jr. reminds him that if he does it, he could shatter her, and she would be in Martian pieces all over the ground. So he stops, and he just stands there not knowing what to do with his hand you know, on the ice. And then after a, a moment or two, the ice begins to uh, shake and finally shatters, and um, Miss, Miss, Miss Martian falls to the floor. Um, but she is awake, just barely, and then Superboy kneels down where she's at and um, he kisses her. Um, so this is the romantic portion of the episode. Uh, but he kisses her and then she morphs back into her Miss Martian self. So she's green skin in her costume she usually wears. So Icicle Jr. sees this and he ever so slowly puts two and two together and finally figures out um, what feels like uh, five minutes that super boy or um it's actually Superboy disguised as the uh one of the terror twins and then he's like oh my dad's gonna kill me um so that was kind of the um meat of the episode and we have like the, the last part of the episode or the epilogue whatever you want to call it um we we're in the um warden's office of the prison and we now see that Hugo Strange is the warden as he puts his nameplate on the desk and throw throws Amanda Waller's nameplate in the trash. Um, so it's not explained what happened to Amanda Waller, but she's no longer the warden. Um, and but now Hugo Strange is the warden, and he's talking in his office with Icicle Icicle Senior. Sorry, saying that their objective was reached. Um, what this objective is, I'm not quite sure. Um, but Hugo Strange does make reference that the light will be pleased. So it kind of seems like they wanted to uh, have control of the prison. So having Hugo as the warden now gives them uh, control of the prison uh, over Belle Reeve. Um, that's, that's what I'm figuring. I'm not sure if that's right or not. Um, and also we learn it was Hugo Strange that smuggled in um, the tech inside the prison. Um, but we we weren't really shown what this this tech was, because um, at one point in the episode they show him opening a crate, um, and Mr. Freeze says this this is the um, this is the parts that we can use, but we're never really shown what that is. Um, but Icicle Senior reminds him that um, Hugo was able to smuggle a tech in, and so that could have also been one of their objectives. I'm not sure what you know what was the tech was. Um, and then also we learn, uh, this is interesting, that in the confusion of the prison riot, um, the Riddler managed to escape, and he was the only prisoner that escaped. Uh, so they, they don't say how, but they just say he managed to escape. Um, so maybe he'll pop up in later episodes, because it was kind of strange, um, since we haven't seen him in Young Justice episodes at all, to all of a sudden have him in this episode in the prison he's introduced and then then at the end when they say he's he's escaped it kind of you know makes sense that maybe they're going to use him in, in later episodes um i'm not quite sure but um but yeah that was the uh that was the episode it was a pretty good episode um i was actually surprised by it but um next week the episode title is called Homefront, and um the uh, synopsis for that is 
When Mount Justice itself is attacked, can Artemis and Robin, the two teens without superpowers, save the team or even themselves from the unknown invaders? Um, so it sounds like next week the headquarters Mount Justice is attacked and by bad guys, but we don't know. I don't know who they are. Um, so that sounds like that should be a good one. And then the week after that, the episode is called Alpha Male. Um, and it sounds like Captain Marvel's going to be in that one. Um, so that should be good since we haven't really seen him, um, but just a glimpse in the first episode. So, um, that's the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and thank you for listening. If you have any, um, comments, uh, please feel free to leave them. Or if you have any, um, any, uh, thing you want to share about Young Justice or websites or anything like that, um feel free to email me. My email is jamesrobertsf at gmail.com. Um, that's jamesrobertsf, as in Frank, at gmail.com. And uh, I would love to hear from you. And again, thank you for listening. And I hope you have a great week. And until next time, uh, take care and be safe.